Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. What's going on, good people? Here is a good word from our sponsor of the Black Contractors Network, Enix Construction. If you need any home renovations, bathroom, kitchen remodel, foundation repair in Southern California, enixconstruction.com. That is E-I-N-I-X construction.com. And tell them the Black Contractors Network sent you. Let's get to it. On today's episode, we will be discussing eight tips for negotiating your next salary. Negotiation can be an uncomfortable experience, especially when you're new to it, but it's also a great way to increase your earning potential and get what you deserve in exchange for doing a great job. If salary negotiations make you squirm, here are some tips for making the process less stressful. Tip number eight, first do your research to find the average rate for your job. Just don't use Google. Actually, do your real research. It's important to know the going rate for your job so you can have a clear idea of what to ask for. If you're new to the industry and don't have any experience yet, it's especially helpful to know what companies are willing to pay entry-level employees in similar positions. Some companies will offer you a salary higher than they can afford because they think it shows how much they value you as an employee. In this case, and only this case, negotiating may not be worth it if other offers are limited due to location or timing issues. However, do keep in mind that the average salary for most jobs tends toward the middle or no end of what employers are willing to offer. You want that number on hand before negotiating so that you know whether or not there's any room left on either side of it in terms of bargaining power when starting conversations about compensation. Tip number seven, try to determine what the budget for your position really is. Now good, and it's only fair to warn you, I have zero experience with conducting trains. If you're serious about negotiating your salary, one of the first things you should do is determine what the budget for your position really is. Ask for the budget for the position, which entails asking directly, what is this position's budget? You can also ask, what are my annual compensation parameters, or what are my pay range limits? Our budget was $90. One way to start getting a feel for how much money they'd set aside in their own heads would be to say something like, Hey John, I was wondering if I could ask you some questions about my compensation. Specifically, what would be an ideal salary range that would make me happy here at Global Analytics Company? As for their departmental budget, this would help establish their company-wide perspective on salaries. In general terms, a company's overall revenue has a direct effect on how much money is available to pay its employees and vendors. So knowing how many dollars are allocated towards employee costs tells us something important about how much financial flexibility we have when negotiating our salary, which means it could provide valuable leverage during negotiation, especially if we want more than they were expecting. Tip number six, know that your current salary will likely be considered. Your current salary will most likely be considered when you start negotiating, so it's important to know what that number is. First, determine your current salary range if you want to ask for a higher salary. The first step is figuring out what the average salary range is for your job title in your industry or region of the country. Start by looking at similar job titles on Glassdoor or LinkedIn and seeing what they pay though these are just averages. Then look at job description in Google News articles about companies like yours and see how much they're paying for a similarly qualified candidate with similar experience. Finally, look at recent job postings on sites like CareerBuilder or Monster. 
It's often easy enough to find out what an employer offers its employees from these postings as well. Next, add some padding onto this number, about 15%, to account for both inflation over time and any discrepancies between what's advertised in ads versus actual salaries paid out. This gives us our starting point. It seems like people who do this kind of work earn around 60k or whatever figure we come up with. Now let's get specific. What would you consider a fair compensation package? Do some research online and find out what other companies are offering in terms of benefits, packages, medical insurance, premiums covered by company versus paid by employee before making any final decisions here. Once we have all this information together, current annual income, desired annual income plus 10%, general target annual revenue level as determined above, we can now begin negotiating. Tip number five, know what you bring to the table and why you deserve more before you can begin negotiating your salary. It's important to know what you have to offer and why an employer should pay more for your services. It's also helpful to understand what you can do for the company that might be particularly valuable. For example, if you're in a creative field like graphic design or writing, think about your skills and experience that are unique and valuable to employers. If this sounds like a lot of work with no guarantee of success, we're talking about money here then don't worry too much about it. You can still ask for raises from time to time without knowing exactly how much value comes from your work. But if possible, do some research on the current market rate for the job you're doing before negotiating with an employer. This will help guide both parties during negotiations so they understand what each side is looking for out of this deal and vice versa. Tip number four, negotiate based on skills and value, not time. When you're negotiating your salary, it's important to focus on the value you bring to the company rather than just how long you've been there. This approach can help set you up for success because it emphasizes what skill and abilities will help fulfill your potential as an employee rather than what time has passed since you started working. The goal of this strategy is to avoid making comparisons between yourself and other employees who are newer or less experienced than yourself. It's all about what makes sense for both parties' needs at this point in time. Tip number three, asking for specific benefits instead of cash can be a smart way to negotiate your salary. Benefits you could ask for include a company car if your employer provides one, a flexible schedule, especially if it allows you to work from home or from more than one location, for example, if you have a young family and need extra time with them, an expense account that includes travel expenses depending on what the job entails. Tip number two, make sure you know what conditions are negotiable. The first step in salary negotiation is to make sure you know what conditions are negotiable. Some things you might be willing to give up and others are non-negotiable. This could be anything from working more hours or taking on additional responsibilities to moving locations or relocating your family. It's important that you know the difference between something that can be negotiated and something that is not open for discussion because it will help guide the conversation when discussing your salary with an employer. Depending on the type of job, there may also be specific requirements for a position such as having experience with software X, Y, or Z. If this is the case, then it would make sense for them not budget on those points since they need someone who meets those requirements for the role being offered. Tip number one, be ready to walk away if you can't get what you deserve. You can always walk away if you're not satisfied with the amount of money they offer. There's no harm in walking away and waiting for a better offer. If your employer offers you a position but you don't think it's worth what they are paying, say no thanks and find another job that pays better. In some cases, people have had to quit jobs because their employer wouldn't give them what they deserve. There are many ways to approach a negotiation from a position of power. Your negotiation will be much stronger if you can come in with a few key advantages. You have a clear idea of what your skills and abilities are worth. If you don't have this well defined, 
Take some time to think about it before writing down your number. You are confident in yourself and your abilities. This is especially important if you are entering into the conversation unsure of how negotiations will go or simply having never negotiated salary before. Practice visualizing yourself negotiating successfully and being assertive in the process. You are honest about why you want more money but also willing to take less than what would be ideal if it keeps things friendly at work. This balance will help you bridge the gap between I need more money and I want more money but I'm willing to negotiate for less than I deserve. Keep in mind that negotiating is a skill that can be learned, practiced, and mastered. If you don't feel comfortable with it at first, keep practicing until you do. After all, if you want something badly enough, it's worth putting in the effort to get it, including asking for more money when necessary. Alright, wrap it up, wrap it up. And remember that in the end, it's your own success or failure, so don't let anyone else bring you down. If you think we missed anything, please comment below. Please like and subscribe and share this episode with anyone who might benefit from it. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.